Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Run the track, run the track, run the run. Hi, I'm Lucy and I'm a personal trainer. And I'm Flora and I hate running. And welcome to Run the Track for all you runners out there and all the people who hate running. Listen to us talk about our favourite tracks, play some of it to you. And generally just try to help you get to the end of a run without stopping. Okay, we have been away for a while. Our last episode was Breakups Part 1, Wallowing, and I guess we kind of just wallowed a bit too long. Yeah. But now we're back for Breakups Part 2. We did method acting. Oh yeah, we... Cry. We went to a cave. I went to a cave on my own, just like wallowed. <laughs> it also had a party that was really weird. It was really fun. But well it, I wallowed in it because it was very anxiety making having a party. But that's so, I feel like with age, it doesn't matter where you are in your life. Mm. Parties, even dinner parties, they're just so stressful. They are so stressful. Oh my God. I was in a wallowing place throughout. So to put on a party when you're in a wallowing space is not mm. ideal. Yeah, I was going to say about the last episode as well. The major theme is breakups that we're talking about. But like, as Flora has just said, you can definitely relate it in whatever context. You know, you could be wallowing about work or about a come down. Come down or someone that even if you're not with someone, but you like someone and that's annoying. Yeah, so yeah, many yeah. Situa- or like even friends and stuff like that. There's so many situations where the advice that we're giving is still relatable. Exactly. We go through peaks and troughs throughout our life. So do. all these themes are relevant. And Lucy, what is the theme of this week? This week, we will be discussing... Moving on. Moving on. Sorry, I just... Yeah, yeah no, how sorry, rude it's because you could tell that I was <laughs> not sure what to say. <laughs> Um, moving on up, I guess. Moving, moving on, on up. Or just moving to the side. For me, I'm taking it as like an arrogant stage. Oh, nice. But it's up to you how you're going to theme yours. Yeah, I'm just like one simple sidestep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just one. Track. Just anything. Like you're getting that toe out of bed. Whereas I'm like crisscross. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be a lot more positive this week. Maybe this one you do go on a run with. Maybe you don't. Again, you're in a difficult state. You're in a bad place. You're ready to get out of it. You're ready to take those first steps. Mm. Oh, no, I have to tell you a secret. I actually have a secret, though. What? You haven't brought me that. No, no. What? (laughs) I really haven't been running the whole time I've been recording. No, this is But, but. (laughs) This isn't being put on. I went on a run today. Oh. For the first time. I was wondering why you showered. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how did it feel? I'd been dreading it, and the dread had only been made worse by the fact that I was doing a running podcast and lying, essentially, Mm -hmm. to the listeners, asking people to do what I couldn't bring myself to do. Welcome to the fitness industry. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel better. I don't feel great because I have been in a bit of a trough. But I do feel better. 
And the thing that helped is that I joined a gym because I've been finding it really cold. Oh, nice. I realised I could just have a gym until it warmed up because it was the weather that was, like, upsetting me and mm. making me not run. And they have, like, Netflix on the running machine. Nice. So I watched a bit of True Crime and imagined I was, like, running away from the killer and okay. I would need the fitness. Also, a nice one for any of you gym, like, Flora gym goers. Um, if you're <laughs> on a treadmill... <laughs> A really nice, I think I've said this already, but the uphill walking at 12 incline. Just really nice, slow, really good on the bum. I was so really need to develop the bum. It's a great one. Or otherwise, as we've said mentioned previously, another one, Flora, for you as well, is just to go into those intervals. So doing not a fast run, but like a moderately fast run and then followed by just walking. You could do like a minute off, minute, two minutes, and then just slowly build it up or... Just, yeah. yeah, it's just nice to change up. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> right the future. So I'm just going to do a really quick stretch. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> it's really nice stretch. and easy. And the reason yeah. I chose this is I think it's quite a fun one. Yes. Um. So all we're going to do is stand up, Flora. Okay. <laughs> if you just literally just circle the hips. Okay. So just opening those hips. I know we did the, this last time. Just remember that it's a really emotional and quite a sexual place. Yeah. Ooh, the and hips. also it's quite arrogant as a move. So you're just twiddling the hips around. One, two, three, and reverse. Okay. Anti-clock. Really nice. Last this three. This is really intense. You're just staring like <laughs> eye level One. in my vagina, <laughs> watching them waggle. <laughs> waggle. Okay, perfect. Um, oh, yeah, that felt good. So, yeah, I but... feel new, sir. Yeah, I feel a bit more um, awakened in that zone. Also quite like it's quite retro move. Like it feels... Silly. Yeah, I feel like I should be wearing leg warmers. Yeah. So I think that's kind of nice as well, because it's like... A silly one. We're moving on from the serious. Yeah. Silly. I think if you're not ready to move on from the serious, don't worry. Because we... That's why we did the wallowing episode. Because, like, we don't think you should go straight into the moving on phase. There is a time and a place for the wallowing. Also, don't judge yourself if you do a me and you go from arrogant to them wallowing. Oh, okay. You could flip with the rest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Run. I think you're first this time. Okay, great. Yeah, I think, yeah, I remember. So if our runners are out there, they've thought, you know what I need to do? Exercise would maybe help. You know what? I should put on that Run the Track episode. Oh my God, moving on looks like a positive one. Yeah. They've, they're out the door. As we've always discussed, the hardest part of the run is putting the running stuff on. Yeah. Because that's you telling yourself, I'm actually going to do it. So they've put their running stuff on. They've stretched into some really uncomfortable leggings. Done that hip little stretch. Waggled their hips. Now they're out the door. What song, Lucy, are you going to put on for them? So my first song is Bugaboo by Destiny's Child. Nice. That was Bugaboo, Destiny's Child. Great choice. <laughs> Smashed it out the uh, park. Yeah, they almost sound like they're like rapping it so fast. Mm. I just think that's a really like fun, arrogant song all about a really annoying boyfriend or you're seeing someone or just that phase where you're like, for me, I interpreted it, which is actually not the meaning of the song. If you're in a breakup and you're past the all stage and like 
I don't know about you, but this always happens. Don't know if this is a bit sexist to say, but you're like, girls deal with it by like feeling upset for the first month, say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they move forwards. Mm. Boys, does anyone know how to say this? Yeah, honey. Play the field. They go out all the time. They pretend they're fine. They then have a flea. So maybe I'm boy. more boy. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. But um, and then they wallow. Yeah. And then they text you, and you're kind of at a different phase. Mm. So I just think this has got that reminds me of like you know when you're like, all friends always say to you when you go through a breakup, they're gonna text you, and they just always do. Really? Because in my experience, they never do. But even if they don't, I quite like that confidence. Leave me alone slightly, like you're annoying me. Like I'm actually like getting on with my life and I'm really great. (laughs) Yeah, no, that is really, I agree. (laughs) I like to think of myself as someone who would be getting loads of texts, but maybe it's it's too busy with work emails. So (laughs) maybe I've just missed them. (laughs) Yeah. I would say I never go straight into the like playing the field, really. That's the thing that happens for me over time. I've noticed there's a few people around me have had breakups. The boys have gone hard into the dating apps, like straight away. Mm. And that's not me. I think I'm more girl in that sense. Mine's just straight up dating. Really? Yeah, but then it does always bite you. Yeah, because you're... Um, do you have a... um, What's the word for it? A rebound instinct. No, it's not really in that way. It's like for my ego to know that like people find me attractive. Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. To know yeah. like in that kind of respect, but like that doesn't last because that's not actually getting over anything then from the relationship. But I still feel like this arrogance phase, even if it just lasts like a bit and it's quite superficial, or you're actually like coming out in a di- in a different stage together and you're actually like feeling quite arrogant because things are really working out. Mm-hmm. Um, so a bit further down the line maybe, that's great. Yeah. I just think it's something to really like applaud yourself because you've like come out of a different phase and now like things are all coming together and it always feels like things come together at the same time. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You interpret the text from the person that you previously were craving. Mm. You suddenly see their text as like, oh, they're really annoying. The haze is lifting. Yeah. Like you had rose tinted glasses for this Yeah. Person, and now you're like, oh, I remember they used to stink quite a lot. Or like yeah. they never remembered anything about me or like yeah you see all their negatives yeah seeing them I guess for what they are and that you're actually great on your own I just think it's so important to have time on your own like throughout relationships like I know friends who just go from relationship to relationship like I can be quite bad for that it's so important to have independence like Mm -hmm. as we said last episode understand what's right and wrong with you and like yeah why the relationship hasn't worked out and usually like relationships don't work out because of I mean, obviously, it can be mostly the other person. There could be, like, that you your personality plays a part. Whoa. No. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It, no. I, yeah, it. No. Well, tiny. <laughs> I refuse to believe I've ever done anything wrong. Slash anything has ever been within my control. Obviously, it's, it's mean boys. But it's like, it's all of them. It's all them. And you know what the issue is? They just can't handle a powerful woman. And they're intimidated by my power. Yeah. And that's, if anything, I've been too powerful. And that's the only thing I've done wrong. So bugger off, bugaboo. <laughs> no, joking, I'm so full of flaws. I kind of feel like this phase as well is really taking time for yourself. I remember my friends always saying this, getting a bikini wax. Uh, but it's not for anyone. It's, it's just like, in. it's just to look down and smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And you just look down and you say, guys, could you wax it into a little smiley face? But when I look down, I see my own mini smiley face. I get my little hearts and things. Oh, that's cute. Also, you can grow your hair like you don't care, you know? And there's no rules here. No. But yeah, you're so right. Doing things just for yourself, they're annoying. And it's like the more you pull away, they will become obsessed with you. Yeah. So I hear that phase where you're like feeding yourself and you're feeling really good. And like maybe like random people are obsessed with people. Yeah. And finding you really like attractive. And that's really fun as well. And you're having to like reject people. I don't know. It's just a yeah. nice, you know, everyone's been through that phase. But they're like, ooh. You're right, actually. And I'm actually really glad you've brought this up because it does come across as arrogant, which we as Brits are afraid of being. Yeah. But you can tell when you've done a bit of work on yourself, whether that be taking your breath, like doing some yoga, reassessing the fundamentals of your life, you slowly start to feel people being drawn to you rather than you being obsessed with other people. I was talking to someone about this actually um, the other day, one of my clients. You won't actually look different after a session. So like say a PT session or you go to the gym or a run, you don't actually look obviously different, but there's a feeling that you feel mm. and you carry yourself differently for yeah. exercise. And that's why like, I really think that this stage, especially like the wallowing, fair enough, lie down, meditate, yeah. chill. But like once you're past that stage, having this structure back, giving yourself time to work out is so empowering. Like I think you stand differently. I'm not joking. Like you stand differently. I feel like, like you stand as in like, because you stand it's not like, like you go on a run or something like yeah. that. You're going out, you've done that. Like, then you'll go to say if you go to a party or like a bar or something, you're carrying yourself differently because you know you're respecting yourself yes. by dedicating time for yourself. Yes, I so agree with that. You're like, oh yeah, I've been a romantic. I'm like basically an athlete. Mm. <laughs> you're out here doing your thing. Should I do mine? Yeah, go for it, honey. Okay. Um, this one is a bit cryptic. Really excited to hear how you <laughs> Yeah, I this doesn't This is like our weird January one where we That was Schoolboy Q feet Kendrick Lamar collared greens. <laughs> Great active song. Mm. Really good for running. And the theme of this song, well, the theme of why I chose this song is different to the theme of the song. But I've always found moving on a really helpful thing to help with that. And this sounds a bit more evil than I actually mean it to sound, mm. but it's about like finding new friends, hanging out with people that don't remind you of your ex. Because Oh my God, I really like that. I think that's a really interesting conversation because for me, I've never been with someone who I'm like really close friends with. Mm, mm. So it's a really easy cut. But then obviously the majority of people, it's not that. It's way more complicated. You know, it could be that they're either within your group, which is the hardest, or like that your ex and your best friend's boyfriend have now become best friends or like, you went to the same uni together or you met at work or like some sort of other connection or like within industries, media or mm. acting. Mm. Or, I, know, I can't think of what else it would be like that. 
there's so many connections that are possible that are just really hard. Actually, what everyone needs is just like a guillotine cut off. And you think, oh, the guillotine cut off is just from like texting them, going on their Instagram. But I often found that if I hang out with people who know the person, they'll just bring them up a lot. And it's really, really just hard for you to remove them from your brain. Or there'll just be loads of awkward moments like, oh, are you going to that thing? Like, oh, I was going to go to that thing. And then someone doesn't go out and it's just a bit awkward. So my advice in that situation is to invest in friends that you have spent less time with. And that's not to say you have to have like a massive social circle where you can just pick and choose who you dip into and dip out of. But there probably have been like one or two people that you could have spent more time with recently. And it's not as fun as hanging out with your ex. You're not going to have sex with them. Or like, it could just be like going to the cinema or having just like a really boring catch up at the pub. You know that hanging out with them is going to be free of talking about your ex or them just randomly bringing them up. The reason I chose this song is because I had a really good time when I lived with my friends, Dave and Brad. And then I remember when I was talking about running track, Brad suggested Collard Greens as a good running song by Schoolboy Q. And then I ran to it, it was really good. And I really associate just hanging out with Dave and Brad. I would play like Tony Hawk Pro Skater with them. They were in a completely different, well, not completely different, but kind of a very different group to an ex of mine. There's nothing like that feeling. It's like, not that you're not friends, you weren't already friends with them, because you were. So I guess that's a bit different, but like not being best, best friends with someone and then being like around them all the time is really refreshing because you can't kind of go into like a self-indulgent version of yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. you're putting on not a front, but like you are being more adult. You are being more polite. You are yeah. like thinking about them, I guess, more. Whereas like, you know, really, really close friends or family, it's so easy to just be like, I'm just gonna go to my room and sulk. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's really good if you, let's say you've been living with someone and you broke up and then you have to go and find someone new to live. Mm. That can be so hard, like the whole spare room conundrum and maybe you have to like live with strangers that you don't know and that's just what living in London is like or living in any part of the UK. Those things can seem like the end of the world. You'll be like, oh, I just had like this amazing flat with my boyfriend in Leeds or wherever you live. And then suddenly you have to break up. It can be really scary thinking of like, who are the new people I'm going to live with? Whereas I chose this song because it really is a song from a time where I lived with like new people or people I'd never lived with before. And it was really fun and it was really a really great way to like completely change the context. And if you had to like move out from like living with someone or you just want to like remove yourself from like a friendship group because they remind you of your ex, you actually never know where that's going to take you and it can be a really good opportunity just to like restore and like have fun with new people. I think, but don't judge your reaction based on like your group culture. So like, you don't have to follow what everyone else is doing. So like, I'm just a really jealous person. I just do cut out exes completely. That doesn't mean that because other people don't within your group, you don't have to. Also, I was researching Schoolboy Q. Quincy Matthew Hanley. He was born on a United States Army Air Base in West Germany, and then ended up being part of like Kendrick Lamar's LA crew. And his mother and his father divorced before he was born and then took him to LA. But his mother gave him a surname different from those of either his parents choosing one at random. So she named him Quincy Hanby. That wasn't his dad's name or his mother's name. So these are all complex emotions that I haven't 
had. But at the same time, I just thought it was really interesting that she just gave him a completely different name. And then she took him somewhere different. She moved everything. So they left Germany, went to LA. And then he also ended up being like really good in school. So he was called Schoolboy Q because people at school used to call him Schoolboy. He was always getting really good grades. So I just feel like a lot worked out for his mother that she just cut the ex out. Mm -hmm. Maybe who knows who did wrong, but like she now has this like fairly holding on to any of the emotional baggage. I'll never know her story really, but like fair play to her for just cutting out her ex's surname. Ford, see it, black. Lucy, your next song. Okay, so this is kind of obvious. Actually, no, it's not. I chose it because I think there's also a real place for like, for example, your party for me. Mm. I'd had a bit of a down slide. And then the party for me was like a soul lifter. Like the next day I was like really smiley. Like my parents were like, are you even hungover? Like (laughs) you seem really happy. Like you're jumping around everywhere. I think I needed to dance. So like also give yourself complete allowance. Don't let anyone who's kind of boring in relationships to be honest or whatever, or anyone that's a bit boring to judge you or tell you otherwise. If you need to go out, Go out and just dance. Like, it doesn't have to be that it's about someone else. Mm. But anyway, so this song is kind of just the arrogant mood. Yes. Did you see what I done? Came in a black man's left in the white one. I'm just a hoodlum. I came with my bones. How many niggas want to try something? Did you see what I done? Came in a black man's left in the white one. I'm just a hoodlum. I came with the bones. How many niggas want to try something? Came looking like a ganja farmer. Your daddy better hide his daughter Shake a bunda just like a tota Splash the bunda with holy water Lick a spice for the winter season Your chicken is a liquor season So that was Did You See by Jay Huss. Obviously, I know everyone's aware of that song, basically. It was huge at the time. Still amazing, complete banger. I remember hearing it for the first time and I was, like, in shock. Especially because it was kind of the start of that genre of music. I just feel like he's just created a genre. Yeah, what is the genre like? I guess kind of grime. He really brought in a new kind of like UK Afrobeat vibe. So <laughs> yeah, I chose that one because well, obviously it's so funny. I love the lyrics. I interpret like, the lyrics as like, came in a black one, left in a white one. Is that just a different color of Uber each time? Is it, He's trying to say, oh, I'm really rich. I've got so many cars. Yeah. But you could literally just be dropped off in a black Uber and get picked up in a white Uber. And that wouldn't imply that you're that rich. Yeah, it's like a Benz is like a Mercedes oh, okay. Benz. Like he's getting an Uber Plus. Okay, or X Plus. Or yeah, but that is different to like uh, owning X, 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 Excel. Excel. He's getting an Uber X. Sorry, I'm being a dick and you looked really annoyed at me when I said that. <laughs> no, I just find the lyrics really funny. I don't know why. I just find the whole thing really funny. Have you ever done stuff like coming to a party and then changing your top or something like that? Ooh. And then everyone's like, did you change your top? It's like, yeah, I did. I felt like a different identity. So yeah, that-, that is fair. Once I went to a party with no top. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> How did that work out? Um, someone had to put their top on me. Right. But that wasn't that wasn't a good moment for my dignity. Um, why? why? I, I don't know. Like, can we know? <laughs> um, but... Yeah, this song I definitely really associate with like house parties or the proverbial club. I feel like this song would really be on and has yeah. been on quite a lot. Yeah. In a good way. Who is Jay Huss? Jay Huss? Oh no, I got it wrong. 
So Jay Huss is a British rapper singer, we know, who has been credited for pioneering the genre Afro swing. Oh. So not Afro beats. That was really basic of me. But anyway. Really, really very close. He's currently signed by Black Butter Records. He calls himself Ugly. Mm. Uglygram is his Instagram. Uglygram. I feel like he's royalty and I'm being quite out of the loop by not really knowing that much about him. He's, yeah, I feel like he's really good looking as well. So I don't know why. Is he doing like a reverse and pretending he's like being like, I'm really bad looking. So people compliment him loads. Yeah, probably. Or it's just some kind of comment on social media. Who knows? Who knows? From the Um, inventor of Afro Swing. He is like 26. Oh, he's 25. (laughs) Um, Born in Stratford. That song also so similar to actually what the one that you just brought up Mm. in the sense of I've chosen it because it's attached to a breakup for me. Oh. And it was a breakup where I was really sad during the end of the breakup. Mm. But as soon as I, as soon as it was over, I don't know if any of the listeners have had this, but I was over it. So I was over it as soon as we broke up, which sounds really bad to say, but I had just basically prolonged a breakup for like probably a year. So you had been going through the experience myself throughout the relationship. So then when it was over, I was like, great. I remember it happening. And I remember going to work when I was on the bus. And then I remember speaking to you and I was showing off about it so much. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a plaster's has been ripped off. So I was literally in the state that I'm like saying at the moment. Because I actually felt really great. I didn't feel like yeah. it was fake. I felt really happy that I made a really good decision. Because it was such a bad relationship. He was not great, to be honest. And I remember like showing off to you about like how I was feeling. And, mm. and then this woman at the front of the bus turned around and was like, excuse me, can you please shut up? You're screaming. Every single person on this bus can hear you. And I was like in the mood, bro. I was so fiery. I was like, excuse me, what did you say? I was at the back of the bus. And then as the bus went away, I stuck both my middle fingers up. I was in that mood, bro. I was like, I'm never going to see this woman again. And I was in it, such a good energy. I was like, you're not coming in. I'm not even like, I'm going to be rude to you. Sorry. (laughs) And that sounds really harsh, but like, he wasn't that nice to me. Don't think that I'm being really arrogant in that way. I've also been through the complete opposite. I'm just saying that's one example. And I think you can also connect that to like, even if... You've really gone through like grieving stage with this, with the person. They've really messed you up. This phase can still happen. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what I want to try and like get out of this is like you will get to to that even with a really bad breakup. Like you can still get to this stage. Genuinely, by the way, if any of the listeners want to be anonymous and send in any messages about like breaking up, I can give you the best advice. I am pro being single. If you just twist it on its head, it's like, you shouldn't be with this person and you have yourself, you can invest in some really fun friends. You can go out, you can go on a bike, you can listen to fun music. Actually, that would be one of the things. My final point is, in this stage, it's all about upping your mood. So all we want from you, high energy, dance, whatever, house, fun music. There's so many fun genres, but like, don't be listening to Adele right now. I completely agree with you about being single. Which is going to lead me to my next person. Girl. Will you also tune it? This, for me, always been more creative when I'm single. I am genuinely a better person overall when I'm single. And when I'm in a relationship, I actually sometimes see that as a sacrifice because I know that, like, my mood is going to be kind of dependent on that person. I'm going to have to 
be doing a lot for that person. They're going to have to be doing a lot for me. And I know my center of gravity is going to shift. But anything good I've ever made has always been when I've been single. Mm. And often I've got to the stage where like really not dating, not got any apps on my phone. I'm just thinking about like what I want to make, what I want to write, what I want to do. And I find that so productive. And then the secret side note to that, which shouldn't be the reason you do stuff, is that I've always met people in that way. That's always been a really weird twist to the fact that like I'm going really hard into the single lifestyle and actually meet the best people when you've invested most in your mm. personal interests. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in like not going straight on the apps and just investing in what you're interested in, which is what brings me to this song, which I loved comedy, always did. So I try to think of a song that I like. And then, um, do you know Bo Burnham? I was really into him when I was like 17 and he was like 19 and he like had a really ironic, dark take on the world. And now I'm looking back on him, I think sometimes he's a bit cringe and a bit like passe. I don't know, but... He did a whole special called Inside during the pandemic where he just like made a whole Netflix special from inside one room. And he made lots of videos when he was younger and put them on YouTube and went viral. And then it was kind of a reflection on that. And he just reminds me of like what I was always interested in personally. And also he is quite fit, but like I don't really fancy him. Like men don't have to be just like objects of lust. Like I'm just really inspired by a lot of men not because I fancy them, just because a lot of men out there are creative and you don't always have to have a, like... Yeah, I think this is a really interesting topic, actually, anyway. I'm Sorry. A good. Um... I feel like I've talked way more about it before. Anyway, I've just... Random one from his special, White Women's Instagram. Latte foam art Tiny pumpkins Fuzzy comfy socks table made out of driftwood a bobblehead of ruth bader ginsburg a needlepoint of a fox some random quote from lord of the rings incorrectly attributed to martin luther king is this heaven or am i looking at a Okay, so that's Bo Burnham taking the piss out of white women. There's also a really nice bridge where he kind of gives the white women a bit more of a like backstory that's quite sweet. But yeah, the reason I chose it is because I love that kind of song. I don't normally love musical comedy. I think he's actually the only person who can do it that well. Mm. I think he should write a musical. That's just something I want to put out in the world. I want to manifest. He just reminds me of the stuff I was really interested in. I always see comedy as very like celibate for me of like... I don't tend to fancy comedians that much. It's just something for me that I really enjoy. I find really funny and yeah, like laughing is like similar to dancing, letting go and not giving a fuck. And either you can just watch comedy, like little TikToks or whatever, mm. or you can do it and it really does help you like move on or just investing in whatever you find interesting creatively has always, always, like I'm not just saying this, every single time has been actually when I've moved on. And it's never from just going on like random app dates. No. Which I, I can get to that stage, but that will never be my first phase. Mm. My first phase is like just going back to the things I'm interested in. And Bo Burnham's just always been there. 
you were saying about like how you don't really find him physically attractive and I've never got dating apps because I don't find people attractive on photo like by photo like, yeah it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah. like the way they move their mouth or like the way that they talk how funny they are and like mm. that's what's attractive yeah more than like a picture I would find people through like going to a night or like going to a bar and then like they're laughing with their friends oh it's more like a chemical they're, like a feeling in the air of like yeah seeing someone yeah that's more definitely my vibe than like dating apps because Honestly, for me, like being in a relationship can be such a burden because my brain becomes like subsumed into their brain. And like, I can't remember like my center of gravity that well. And then when you're single, you really get a clear sense of it. And so there's so much stuff you've been neglecting, like friends or your interests or like things you could be working on. And I genuinely feel that at the moment, like part of the reason I feel like I'm in a bit of a rut is more because I feel like I've become too invested in my relationship. I've kind of lost sight a bit of like what, I like making who I who's inspired me and why I have a life that's really weird and all over the place. Mm -hmm. And like, the more I invest in what I'm actually interested in, I just get so much more out of life. And it's such an opportunity when you're single to work on that and to see that and to like, not be blinded by your relationship. You, you can just recognize in yourself when it's time to go on the apps. And I think they are a great way to make, meet people to mate. <laughs> Our main like topics here have been don't take yourself seriously. You actual idiot. Absolute idiot. And two, don't feel like you're not allowed to go through this arrogant phase that I'm suggesting. Like, go through it and really enjoy it. It's really fun. We're being like, take yourself, do not take yourself seriously, but also like, take yourself fucking seriously. Yeah. <laughs> as long as these moods have nothing to do with your ex, mm. then you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Invest seriously in the things that you fucking care about. Yeah, and the weird flip side will be that you'll actually meet someone better as a result of it. I'm going to give you just some pointers. Please. So this is my rules. Mm. Number one, remove the fantasy of your ex. Mm. Number two, block and delete. Mm. Number three, make peace with the past. So forget all the drama. Forgive them, forgive yourself. That's a hard one. It is, but it's a point. You need to get through that phase. Mm -hmm. Four, know it's okay to still love them. Like, it's not dangerous to still feel something towards them. Like, you did share a lot of moments and emotions and, like, mm -hmm. they've been with you as a friend. So that's okay. No judgment there. But five, love yourself more. <laughs> and that's why <laughs> I'm saying this is a really arrogant phase. Because you need to love yourself. It's not about the way you look can be that but also it can be how you f you really love yourself deeply to the core um it's just all about getting to that phase and knowing it's tricky but just knowing the small steps like the fact that even though i've done a billion episodes of about running this year i've only just gone on a run today yeah but like <laughs> that's okay no judgment but also now now because no. i am building up to my 10k yeah Well done, guys. Message us if you have any runs coming up, like any charity runs or just general runs or just want to join me or Flora on our run. Just give yourself anything else to think about. Just keep going, like keep making it a habit. Like, yeah, you could like do exercise one day, but like you've got to just push yourself into the routine and only then will you feel like you've actually moved on. And that's actually advice mostly for myself because I'm in a bit of a rut and hopefully we'll be better soon. Yeah, so do as Jay Huss does and leave 
come in a black one and leave in a white one. Yeah. All right, then, guys. Okay. See ya. See ya. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Run. The track. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.